You're listening to Taxpayers Australia's News and Insights podcast, Tax Wrap. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Tax Wrap podcast, episode 147. I'm Steve Burnham, joined by David Ebden again. Hello, David. Hi, Steve. Welcome back. You had a week off last week. That was good. Yes, yeah, um, pressed in my vocal cords. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Now, we're going to talk today about um, intangible assets. I mean, we all have intangible assets, you know, dry wit, sense of humour. <laughs> yep, <laughs> but you and I can't claim a tax deduction for it, but a small business can. Um, and uh, now, David, you brought this up and you were saying something about there's changes yep. coming for an intangible depreciation of intangible assets, actually, specifically. Um, what's the situation at the moment? Yep, correct. There's um, a... There's a bill in Parliament at the moment, the Treasury Laws Amendment uh, 2017 Enterprise Incentives Number 1 Bill. Okay. So um, that's been sitting in Parliament for a while. So having the term Enterprise Incentives sounds good. I mean, how how are they incentivising small business? Yeah, correct. So the current law currently um, mandates the effective life to be used for certain intangible assets. So intangible assets, sorry, just to clear this up, that is things like... Uh, copyright and yeah. intellectual property. Yeah, things uh, that you can't physically You can't pick touch. up. Yeah, yeah. So okay. goodwill, um, is, oh, the, is, goodwill. The, is, is the prime intangible one. It's not covered under this, I don't believe. But, okay. Um, yeah, that's... that's. Well, with things, things like businesses creating things like apps and, you know, online things, I can assume that it's like intellectual property, as, as you mentioned. Yeah, correct, part of this. correct. I've got... Uh, I've I actually didn't know you could write that off, but uh, okay. Because you would think those sorts of things would last forever. But, but actually, now that I just said that, of course, an app yep. gets out of date. Everything yeah. has a... You've has got a, your four stages, haven't you, of investment or a new product site. Yep. I'm yep. not a uh, economist, so I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know those terms. But <laughs> no, but the, things have their, uh, yep. a life and they run out. Correct. Yeah. Correct. So, um, yep, the current law currently, you know, dictates the... Um, the useful life, the assets, mm-hmm. um, and ultimately uh, it may not necessarily reflect the period of time that the assets are providing the uh, economic benefits. Usefulness, yeah. Yep, yep, correct. So um, one of the measures in this bill is um, to allow taxpayers to self-assess the effective life of uh, certain intangible assets. Okay, yep. Um, so, before they had a, a dictated or statutory Correct. effective life, what, what sort of, like, 10 years, or I know that a uh, computer's, what, two or three years? I can't yeah, remember. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure either off the top of my head, but I'm sure but it was a, a nice, certain amount of years. Yeah, there'll be a nice table in the tax summary that, yes, uh, right. that, uh, that summarises them for you. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I've got a little list of, um, of 12 intangible assets okay. that the... Uh, that the uh, change impacts. Yep. Uh, so the first three are all patents, uh, a standard patent. Okay. An innovation patent or a petty patent. I'm not sure what I a petty what patent is. Yes. <laughs> um, then we get more into licenses and copyright. So oh, yeah. um, a, a copyright, which is um, anything except copyright in film. Oh, okay. Know. Yep. So um, uh, a license except one which relates to a copyright or piece of in-house software. Okay. Um, a licence relating to a copyright. Again, it excludes uh, film, uh, in-house software, uh, and the last few licences are a Spectrum licence, data casting transmitter licence, mm. and a telecommunications site access right licence. Yeah. Okay. So, so I had to cover everything. Yeah, still, yeah, yeah. So... Um, 
All right, so these intangible assets that mm -hmm. are, are definite assets to a business because it helps generate revenue um, can be depreciated over, over a, a, a dictated certain amount of time, but What's the plan in the future? People can self-assess, oh, oh, no, this thing's not going to last 20 years. This thing's going to last for five years, and then it's going to be useless. What, what is the uh, the difference between the situation now and the situation as proposed? Because this isn't, hasn't come in yet, is that right? This no, is... correct. It's it's cleared the uh, House of Representatives. It's okay. currently sitting before the Senate. Okay. So uh, that might might take some time, seeing as the uh, president's been found to be oh. British as well. <laughs> so um, That's right. So... As, as we've already said, the current law states that to calculate the decline in value of certain intangible depreciating assets, a holder of the asset must use the statutory effective life. Right. But the new wording in the law is, um, and I quote from the uh, explanatory memorandum, uh, to calculate the decline in value of certain intangible depreciating assets, a holder of the asset can choose to self-assess the effective life rather than use the statutory effective life. So they're not getting rid of the statutory uh, ah, method. Okay. But yeah, you, you, can you can choose. choose. Right. Correct. I, w I wonder if it's if it's a, an ability to choose per asset or per business entity. Um, I assume it would be per yeah, asset. Per Depends on assets, the, yeah, on asset, the thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But again, as, as we've already said, the new law also states that um, unless the asset is copyright licence, a, a license related to a copyright or in-house piece of software. Yep. The uh, remaining statutory effective life must be used. If a subsequent holder of certain intangible depreciating assets self-assesses the effective life of the asset, the holder is not then able to adjust back to the prime cost method. Okay. So um, you've got to stick with it. Yeah. Once you're in, you're you're in. Yep. Yep. Does it mention anything about if you say you sell a business with those assets? Does the um, Subsequent buyer inherit that. Um, I, that would be the usual case. I assume you you buy the um, uh, status of a depreciation. Okay, there's there, there is an example in the um, in the EM, which uh, I'm I'm not sure answers your question a hundred percent, but mm -hmm. it does deal with a, a patent being sold on. Okay, so um, I'll, I'll talk uh, the listeners through that. So. Amy acquired a standard patent on the 1st of July 2017 for $150,000. Mm -hmm. She self-assesses the effective life of the standard patent to be 15 years and therefore works out the decline in value to be 10000 per annum. Right. So Amy deducts the decline in value of the standard patent for the 1718, 1819 and 1920 financial years. Yep. Then on the 1st of July 2020, she decides to sell the standard patent for $120,000 to Michael, an associate. So in this situation, Michael is not able to choose to self-assess the effective life or use the statutory effective life for the standard patent uh -huh. because the associate rule in subsection 40-95 would apply to him. He must use the effective life that Amy has been using that is yet to elapse at the time he starts to hold the standard patent. Right. So on the 1st of July 2020, there are 12 years yet to elapse on the effective life. Yep. So Michael must use an effective life of 12 years for the standard patent, working out the decline in value for him and his business. Yeah, yep. Okay. It, it seems like a thing that's kind of overdue. I mean, is it the feeling you get as intangible assets, things as we... 
say like intellectual property and all these everything's online and digital etc mm. um it's to me in, in my mind it sounds like it's something that's um it's something that should have been addressed yeah, a, should a have while been, ago yeah, well, quite a while ago with a, you know when you think we've had iphones for 10 years now <laughs> that's right. and you know with apps and digital yeah. mm. you know progressing this is certainly something that should have been looked at yeah earlier. yeah because i mean depreciation of assets is is quite a big aspect of of your business's uh, a business's tax health, isn't it? It's correct, a, correct. Yeah. That's a, one of the big deductions, isn't it, that mm. almost all businesses have because yeah. everyone has assets in some form or another, yeah. whether it's the digital, intangible ones that we're talking about today. Or, yep. or the guy in the coffee shop has his machines and yep, chairs yep, and or things. desks and yep, tables. It's, um, I'm sure they even have an intangible asset. Well, the goodwill thing, goodwill, goodwill has always confused me. I mean, how do you value these things? It's, uh, oh, that's that, a podcast that's, for another day, that's Steve. That's a podcast. <laughs> that's a, that's 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 a very uh, that's a very long and detailed question. Is it? It's, it but there is an answer. There is. Okay. Well, I look forward to finding out about that. But uh, anyway, depreciation of intangible assets is changing, and um, when that comes to pass, as David mentioned, it's got to, depends on the Senate. But it's something perhaps that our small business listeners can look forward to um, grappling with and asking their tax practitioner about. Thanks again, David. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, listeners. Please come back next week. 